Hello, this is Pastor Becca Bateman of Doylestown Presbyterian Church. As our podcast audience continues to grow, I want to thank our loyal listeners and welcome those who may have just recently found us. We know that life can quickly become so busy, so this podcast offers an on-the-go opportunity to hear Sunday's sermon, along with a scripture lesson from that day's lay leader or preacher. We also encourage you to visit our website at dtownpc.org to learn more about our church and all the diverse ministries. Thank you for tuning in. Gracious and loving God, open our eyes to see what you see. Open our hearts to feel what you feel. May the mouth of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Let me begin this morning's reflection with this question. Where is God in your heart? For some of us, this question may not sound theologically or logically intriguing, but isn't this the most important question in our relationship with God? Where is God in your heart? Is God only in your passing thought, or does God have an important place in your heart, in my heart? When I was in college, at least once a year, my college pastor preached on the life of David. Of course, I remember David from my Sunday school class, a boy who defeated the giant named Goliath a shepherd who became the greatest king of Israel. But interestingly, my college pastor always introduced David as a man after God's own heart, and I was a bit confused about this extremely intimate description given to the relationship between the divine God and a human being. David was a national hero with a full of dramatic life stories. If he had a social media back then, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, I'm pretty sure that his stories would be featured and shared widely, and sometimes criticized in public. Even though David was chosen by God, he committed so many sins. He slaughtered countless Amalekites, he was a failed father, and he lied to a priest to eat holy bread, which led to the massacre of 85 85 priests and their families. He had an affair with a woman named Bathsheba, murdered her husband, and tried to cover up the whole thing. And how can this man be a man after God's own heart? I couldn't get it. It took me years and years of personal meditation to understand what this description really meant. And I've come to know that living a life after God's own heart begins with having courage to let God to come and sit in my heart, even when my life is messy and ugly. It means allowing your imperfect heart to dwell in the presence of the Holy but compassionate, loving God, who can hold all things together, even our biggest mess-ups. 
David, a man after God's own heart, knew how God dwelled in his heart first and allowed God, the Redeemer, to see and heal his broken, messy, insecure life. In today's reading, we see a shepherd boy, David, who was chosen by God and anointed by the prophet Samuel. After the anointing, prophet Samuel left Bethlehem and the anointed king returned to his field, not to a palace. Do you know how long it took David to become a king? At least two decades. That's pretty long. David had to learn to keep his heart steadfast, waiting on the Lord even after he was anointed. During those waiting years, David spent lonely years herding sheep, lonely years in cave, and lonely decades in exile. After the age of 37, more than 20 years after Samuel anointed him in Bethlehem, David finally became the king of Israel. He was a gifted political, religious, and military leader, and he was an artist. He knew how to sing, dance, play instruments, and how to write beautiful poems. Can you imagine having a national leader like David? But when we had so much power, David encountered new and deadly enemies in his life. One day, while his soldiers were fighting in battle after battle, David stayed back in Jerusalem. He was not with his army, and he found himself with lots of downtime. For David, it all started as an innocent walk on the rooftop to enjoy the sunset over the city of Jerusalem. But on this day, David committed an adultery with a woman named Bathsheba, and she made series of wrong decisions to hide his sin. He ended up murdering Bathsheba's husband, Uriah, who was his chief soldier, leading his army in battle. Later in 2 Samuel 12, a prophet named Nathan came to David and delivered a message from God. The prophet Nathan said, David, God revealed to me your affair with Bathsheba and your murder of Uriah. If anyone deserves to die right now, it's you. Oh no. This was a moment that he wanted to avoid. David tried his best to hide his heart and run away from God. But God found him right there in his most vulnerable state. And David allowed God to sit in his messy and broken heart as he wept and repented in the presence of loving God. The depth of his repentance matched the magnitude of his broken heart and we see David's heart cry to restore his sacred communion with God in Psalm 51 that many of us know really well. David prayed, have mercy on me, O God, according to your unfailing love. According to your great compassion, blot out my transgressions. Wash away all my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is always before me. 
Against you, you only, have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. Created in me a pure heart of God and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart you, God, will not despise. Did God forgive David? Absolutely. But as we see in Psalm 51, Dave's life teaches us what it means to bring our imperfect self, imperfect heart to sit in the presence of loving God, trusting the one who holds all things together and makes all things together. David was a shepherd, and he knew exactly how his sheep followed him and depended on him day by day. And here's Dave's prayer and heart confession to God. The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. Today, I would like to invite all of you to dive into the story of David, a man after God's own heart. a large army and wanted to defeat King Saul and the Israelites in battle. They stood on one mountain, the Israelites on the other. In between was a valley. Emerging from the camp of the Philistines was a giant named Goliath from God. Six cubits and a hand breath with iron helmet and scaly armor, the weight of the armor was 183 pounds. And he stood and cried out to the people of Israel, choose one among you who can come down to me. He smites me, let us be your servants. But if I smite him, you 
shall be our servants and serve us. And all heard this, they were very afraid. For forty days, Goliath came every morning. Nobody wanted to fight against him. Jesse, an old man, had eight sons. The three oldest had fought with King Saul, Eliab, Abinadab, and Shemaiah. But David, the youngest son, he had to stay at home and tend to the sheep. Old Jesse said to David, Take for your brothers these roasted grains these fresh cheeses and these breads. Give them to the captain and give them to your brothers. Then David set out. He took the long way from Bethlehem to the wagon camp of the Israelites. He went in and greeted his brothers. Then Goliath the giant from Goth moved forward again, and he offered the fight again. Everyone fled from him. They were very afraid. They said, he sneers at Israel. Whoever beats him, the king will make him very rich and give him his daughter. When Eliab, the eldest brother, saw David, he scolded him with anger. Why are you here? Why? Did you leave your sheep alone in the wilderness? You are presumptuous and malicious. But David said, I didn't do anything. But let me fight against the giant. This was told to King Saul, and he had David fetched. You cannot fight against this Philistine, for you are a boy, but he is a man of war. But David said, when I was tending my father's sheep once, a lion and a bear came, and they carried away a sheep. I ran after it, and I saved it. When the lion attacked me, I took him by the beard, and I killed him. God who saved me from the lion and the bear, will also save me from this Philistine. King Saul said, 
go. The Lord be with you. And he let David take helmet, armor, and sword. But David couldn't walk wearing them. They were very heavy. So he took off his armor, took his shepherd's crook, and chose five smooth pebbles from the stream. He went to the Philistine. When Goliath saw David, he despised him, for he was a boy, brownish and good-looking. And he said, Am I a dog that you come to me with a stick? I will feed you to the birds in the sky and to the animals in the field. And David says, Thou cometh with sword, spear, and shield. But I come in the name of the Lord, whom you mock. When Goliath approached, David took a stone from his pocket. He hurled, and he hit him on the forehead. He fell to the ground. Since David had no sword with him, he ran to the giant. He took Goliath's sword out of its scabbard and he cut his head off with it. Philistines, they fled in fear. The Israelites pursued them to their cities and defeated them. David took the head of the giant to Jerusalem to King Saul. He said, Whose son are you? David said, I am a son of your servant Jesse from Bethlehem. From now on, God was always with David and he was highly praised. A Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures, and he leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. 
Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. Amen. Thank you again for joining us today. Once again, I invite you to check out dtownpc.org for information about our worship and programming for all ages.